Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week? And even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort, let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables that they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to my Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and a mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you to learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama Kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. Grab your apron and let's get cooking. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. It feels like it has been a long time since I have been in front of the microphone. And it has been. It's been like a month since I sat in front of my computer and I did any recording for all of you. And right now, currently, to kind of set the scene for all of you, I am sitting in my brand new closet. Um, so if the sound sounds extra awesome, that's because I'm literally <laughs> in a closet right now, which if you didn't know, if you're not a podcaster, any sort of small rooms, especially filled with stuff uh, is, is kind of ideal. It's like a little sound studio. So currently, I am surrounded by a bunch of boxes. I haven't even hung any clothing up yet or anything like that. Uh, my computer is actually sitting on top of the box that contains all of our clothing still on the hangers. And uh, my microphone is currently sitting on top of a file box of Healthy Mama Chris files. <laughs> so you guys are in it with me right now. We are in the middle of our move, or not really in the middle of our move. I guess we have technically moved here. Pretty much all of our stuff has gotten here other than a little mishap we had with our storage unit. But other than that, we're pretty good. We're here. We are in Florida. And I wanted to record a little bonus episode with all of you. I'd actually planned on recording this bonus episode for all of you months ago uh, when we had started to plan our move. I was like, I kind of want to share a little bit about our move with my 
listeners, even though this is going to be a very niche episode. This is not going to be an episode that applies to the majority of the moms who listen. This is going to be an episode specifically around moving. So my hope with this episode is that it's helpful to any of you who might be moving soon or any of you who might be planning to move soon and that it's also something that you can just sort of keep in your back pocket for when you might move in the future. So as we are currently in the process of unpacking and settling in, I thought I would share with you how we meal planned around our move. And so I thought I would start with what we did before we moved, because uh, for those of you who don't know, I mentioned it in the beginning, but we traveled about 1,400 miles or Okay, we moved about 1,400 miles away. Um, Our travels were actually about 2,000 miles because we did a little detour. And I'll share a little bit of that with you when I kind of share the process of the last couple of weeks. But I thought I would share with you kind of what we did before, what we did during the moving process when we didn't have a lot of our things, and how we're sort of transitioning into our normal meal planning now. So let's start with before. Now, the first thing that we did to prepare for our move, um, so like I said, for those of you who don't know, we've been planning this move for a long time. We made the decision to move back in January of 2022, and it is September 2022. So we made the decision in January, we booked the movers in February, and we knew that we were going to move at the end of August. We were staying in a temporary place. We had been in an apartment for about four years, um, and we moved into a temporary place kind of in a transition period of our lives where we were deciding what we kind of wanted to do next, whether we wanted to buy a home or we wanted to move. And we ended up deciding to move. We will probably share more about this in the future. I shared some kind of personal episodes last year, sharing a little bit about kind of a difficult year we had last year. It was kind of a year of transition. And then, of course, this year is also totally a year of transition as well. But we are kind of going with the flow of where our lives and our careers take us. And so we have known about this move for a long time. And so I did have some time to plan. So I feel like hopefully this information will be helpful for those of you who might not have as much time to plan as I did, or as I did. And maybe this can help you to kind of kickstart that planning process. So the first thing that we did that we had planned ahead of time to do is to start going through our pantry and our freezer before our move. I call this a pantry purge, but this includes the pantry, the fridge, and the freezer. Um, I have several episodes on doing pantry purges. I've done pantry purges as a community. I'll probably do another one next spring. And so I will link those episodes in the show notes. I am still working on the best way to get you all the links for these episodes because there are, I know I refer back to a lot of previous episodes. So the best way to do that is to go to healthymamachris.com slash podcast, click on this episode, and the links will be over there. So I will link some of those episodes on pantry purges but essentially what a pantry purge is, is I go through and I do a big inventory of my pantry, my fridge, and my freezer. I write down absolutely everything that is in 
the pantry, the fridge, and the freezer, and the quantities. This is really important because you want to know exactly how much of each item you have, because if you only have a quarter cup of rice, that's not going to serve a family of four. But if you have two cups of rice, that could be two meals worth, right? So I write down absolutely everything, and then I start by focusing on the proteins and the meal bases first. So usually I try and go through the freezer first because these are the things that just are not going to last. We can't take with us, and it's harder to give away as well. So I start with whatever proteins are in the freezer. So I actually stopped any of our auto ship deliveries. I forgot to mention this, but I did this about three months before because I knew that I didn't want to have excess items. So I get deliveries from, or I previously got deliveries from ButcherBox and Thrive Market and Amazon, and all of these were on auto ship. So any of our meat or our pantry items or our household purchases that were on auto ship, I turned all of those off about three months prior to moving, right at the beginning of the summer. So I knew that we weren't having any excess coming in that was unnecessary, and I tried to stop buying things in bulk as well and just kind of buying the quantities that we needed. Now, this isn't the most budget-friendly way to do things. Um, Well, in terms of just generally buying things in bulk, especially things like grains and beans and dry goods, tends to be less expensive overall if you're going to use them within the time frame that, you know, they're not going to go bad. However, in this case, it made sense because then we weren't throwing out excess. So I wrote down everything that we had on hand. I paused all of our auto ships until we got down here. And then I, this also prevented me from like getting an extra shipment that I didn't need back in Rhode Island when we needed it here in Florida. Uh, So great piece of advice to just pause all of your auto ships. And then I went and I started focusing on how we could plan meals around the things we had on hand, starting with the freezer, starting with proteins. So any of the things, any of the meats that we had left over from ButcherBox or extra meat that we had gotten, say, at Trader Joe's when we had gone there, like I love their Argentinian wild shrimp. So oftentimes we get a couple of bags of that, chicken sausage, things like that. We started to plan our meals around those items first and go through those items in our freezer. We started going through things like frozen fruits and veggies that were in our freezer and just tried to start incorporating those into our meal plan. So every time I would make a meal plan for those, for really the month before we moved, the month before the month we moved. So mostly the month of July uh, because we moved at the end of August. And I knew that the first couple of weeks of August were going to be kind of crazy We went camping as a family. My husband and I went on an anniversary trip, and then it was kind of packing and moving, and I will share the few weeks before moving in just a minute. But kind of that whole month of July, I tried to purge the freezer first and then also the pantry. So it started with the proteins, and then I moved on to bases. And so bases of meals are things like grains that we might use for bowls, uh, things like dried and canned beans, or any canned items that we could use as a good portion of a meal. So things like canned salmon for salmon burgers or even canned tomatoes. I ended up making a chili in August and it worked out really great because I had a ton of those items on hand. So I had ground beef. So the chili I'm mentioning is my beef and butternut chili, which I absolutely love. It is one of our family's favorites. It's a bean-free chili, though you can definitely add beans to it. It goes really well with black beans as well. 
but I used butternut squash. So I had a bag of frozen butternut squash. I had ground beef in the freezer. I had canned tomatoes. I had all of the spices on hand. I had onions on hand. I think the only thing I needed to buy was fresh peppers. And honestly, I could have left those out, but I bought them because, you know, it's just one pepper in there. Garlic, which I always have on hand. So it was super easy to make that. We brought that camping with us. So that's kind of the process I went through was whenever I would plan a meal, I had my inventory next to me and I would look through and I would decide what I was going to use in my meals that week. There was not a week that went by that I didn't use something or multiple things in the freezer and at the pantry. And I think we did pretty well with this. We didn't end up having to throw out a ton of what was in the freezer. Most of what was left in the freezer were things like frozen fruit. And I brought those to my parents' house and popped them in their freezer. That was pretty much it. The proteins were all gone. Uh, most of the frozen fruit was gone. Frozen veggies, almost all of that was gone. Anything that was left was things that were kind of like freezer burnt, and uh, we kind of tossed those. So we didn't end up throwing away a ton. The pantry, we got through about 50% of the pantry. The thing about being a recipe developer is that I use pantry items often, and oftentimes I have to buy more than I need. And so we did end up giving a lot of those away, but then I just gave them away to friends and family, and they were able to use those. But that month where I was intentionally meal planning with the items we had on hand was a great way to both save money before we moved, because my goodness, moving is expensive, and then also use up what we had on hand so that it was less to move. It was less to pack. It was less to worry about. Less to worry about is always key when you're moving. So that's what I did kind of the month before we moved. The next thing that I did that was huge, and this is Okay, so exactly what I did is not going to be applicable to most of you, but you can still do what I did. Here's what I mean. I taught a meal prep class the week before the week before we moved. <laughs> so two weeks before we moved, I taught a meal prep class. Now, I know the vast majority of you do not teach cooking classes, and you are probably not going to teach a meal prep class. However, what you can do with this information is you can do a full meal prep the week before the week or the week before you move. So two weeks or a week before you move. So when I talk about meal prep, I talk about three different styles of meal prep. I have a ton of episodes on meal prep in the past. I will also link the meal prep episodes that I think will be helpful for you. I teach my full meal prep method in my Healthy Mama meal prep course, healthymamachris.com slash meal prep if you want to learn more about that. But Basically, there are three styles of meal prep, and the one that I tend to focus on and the one I teach the most on is combination meal prep. So there is batch cooking, which is where you cook pretty much everything for the week ahead of time. This can be all of your dinners. It can also be all of your breakfast, lunch, and dinners. And then there's ingredient prep, which is the opposite of batch cooking, which is where you just prep ingredients. Combination prep is somewhere in the middle. When I talk about the five meal prep essentials that will help you to essentialize your meal prep, I talk about combination meal prep. And that's what I teach in my meal prep class. And the reason I'm sharing all of this with you, this isn't an episode on meal prep, it's an episode on meal planning, is because I set myself up for that week that we were just packing, that we were trying to reduce the amount of things we had in our kitchen as much as possible, I really set myself up well that week by meal prepping because I could put away anything we didn't need for the for that week and then, you know, for a couple of weeks before moving and just utilize the immediate things that we needed to prepare these meals because everything else was prepped ahead of time. So I prepped a breakfast. So I made Western egg cups. That recipe is on my website. 
those were my breakfasts for the first several days of the week. And I think my husband ate a couple of those as well. I made Thai mason jar salads. That recipe is also on my website. I love those Thai mason jar salads, especially the dressing. Oh my gosh, the orange ginger dressing is so good and super easy to make. So I had those for lunches during the week and the kids just had really easy things for lunches that week. And so I had breakfast and lunches all ready to go. I could pack away anything we didn't need for breakfast and lunches. And then we also um, had everything prepped, ingredients prepped for dinners as well. So dinners came together really quickly. So we had four dinners prepped and that actually worked out perfectly because the other days were days where we were getting together with friends or we did takeout one night, I think. Um, So having things prepped and ready to go was wonderful. It was so easy to just cook and go. Everything was prepped. It was so easy. And that's one of the reasons I'm such a huge proponent of meal prep meal prep does not need to look like batch cooking if that doesn't work for you. If ingredient prep isn't enough for you, combination prep is oftentimes a great way to go. And like I said, I share all of this in detail in those episodes I mentioned and in my meal prep course if you're interested in more, but just the simple act of doing some meal prep ahead of time, whether it is just some ingredient prep or combination prep, really made a huge difference two weeks before our move. And like I said, our move was a long distance move. If you're moving and it's a shorter distance move, maybe you do this the immediate week before you move. We did it two weeks before we moved because the week that we ended up moving the week that the movers came before we went on our road trip was pretty crazy and hectic. And uh, I will share that with you in a second. So like I said, we did rely on takeout a couple nights that week as well, which we had planned on. We had planned on it with our budget. We had planned on it in general, but we didn't want it to be our go-to. We didn't want to have two weeks of eating takeout every single night because we didn't have any kitchen items anymore. So that meal prep the week before was great. And then the week before we actually went on our road trip, we decided to move out of our temporary apartment. We knew we needed to be out of our apartment uh, by our August 25th at the latest. We knew that the movers were coming at the beginning of the week. So we decided to stay between some friends and family's houses for about five days to prepare our things to move. So we weren't living in our house anymore, which may seem kind of crazy to some people. But for us, we found it was a really great idea because we weren't living amongst boxes without any things. We got to stay at our friend's Airbnb for a couple days, which was super comfortable. We had a cozy little kitchen so I could have my greens powder in the morning and drink my coffee and make a smoothie with my little little blender I brought with me. I also did get a couple smoothies from our local Plant City X. If you're in Rhode Island and you know it, oh my gosh, they're so good. Everything they sell is so good, but their smoothies are really delicious, and I have them add hemp protein, so they keep me full a little bit longer as well. We had easy lunches as well, so just having a place to be able to make breakfast and lunch so we didn't have to eat out at those meals was really helpful. So we stayed with our with my parents for a couple days. My husband um, stayed with my best friend's sister for a couple days. Actually, he's still there. He's, stay- he's staying there for a couple weeks. Um, But I stayed there for a couple days. We were kind of between friends and family's houses. It was a little bit of a weird time, but we didn't really have to worry about meals. We didn't meal plan this week because it didn't make sense to, but we did have breakfast and lunch covered. So we had takeout the night before we went to our friend's house cleared out the fridge and the pantry, any of that stuff that we still had left that I mentioned, brought the access to my parents and our friends. We ate at friends and family's houses all week that week. So we shared meals with them. Sometimes we did takeout. Sometimes we did one restaurant night out with my husband's, one of my husband's sailing teams. Um, So for the most part, we didn't even really do takeout. We both, we mostly ate 
at our friends' houses or with our family, which was really nice to be able to still eat home-cooked meals that meal. I know this isn't an option for everyone, but I want to share and be like transparent with you. This is what we did. We meal prepped the week before. We stayed at friends' and family's houses and got to eat home-cooked meals, and then we went on our road trip the week after that. So once we hit the road, we were on the road. We were driving for about four days. The whole trip took us about five and a half to travel from, actually no, five, to travel from Rhode Island to Florida. But we did take a stopover in Nashville for a couple days, which is one of my favorite cities. I absolutely love Nashville. I love the vibe. I love the food. We ate at Peg Leg Porker for barbecue, which is my favorite. We line danced at the Wild Horse Saloon. We had beer and mac and cheese pizza at Tailgate Brewery, which was new to me. Highly recommend both. All the beers we had were delicious. Uh, And the mac and cheese pizza, oh my goodness, it has bacon on it. It was delicious. Um, So we spent a couple days there, and then the rest of it was traveling. Obviously, we ate takeout most of the time. Uh, I definitely, I brought my greens powder with me and my fizzy green tablets. Both of those are amazing grass products. They are a sponsor. They're not sponsoring this episode, but they are a podcast sponsor, but I genuinely love them. I've been using them for a decade now, the greens powder, and now they have these fizzy green tablets, which were really great to have because I could get some greens and some of them have electrolytes as well on the way to at least feel like I had some nutritional insurance with me. And we packed some stuff in the car with us as well. So we brought fun cereal for the kids because the kids love fun cereal and they don't get it often, but that saved us some money on breakfast. I brought some of the Purely Elizabeth, uh, their little, uh, what are they called? They're like little containers of oats. You can put the hot water right in there. And I just got hot water at Starbucks and would put hot water in there and they had collagen in them. And I brought some little almond butter packets with me. So that kept me full. So we did that for a couple breakfasts when we were on the road. Cereal. I brought milk with us, um, little, um, I think it's Maple Hill Creamery grass-fed milks. So we were able to do breakfast on the road. We had donuts one morning at, oh my gosh, what is the place called in Nashville? Parlor? I think Parlor Donuts. Oh my gosh, they were so, so good. Um, They were kind of like a croissant, but donuts. It's hard to describe. They were they were incredible. So we had those one morning. Uh, we had like continental breakfast at the hotel two mornings, but the other few mornings we had oatmeal. So super super simple. Like I mentioned, I brought my blender with me, but and I'll, I'll share with you what else I brought with me on the road in just a little bit. But. I didn't have the supplies to make smoothies or anything like that in hotels. So instead, I relied on my greens powders and we had our oatmeal slash cereal and we saved some money that way and also ate something a little bit more consistent rather than eating out every single morning. Lunch and dinner, we obviously ate out most days. So that was about four or five days of that week. And then we ended up getting to our new home in Florida without any of our stuff other than what we had in my little Honda CRV. I guess it's not that little, but Honda CRV is a small SUV. And so we had the whole back of that packed up with as much stuff as we could put in there, mostly clothes. We had sleeping bags for the first couple of nights. um, And then I did have a bin of kitchen supplies with me as well. So we got there on the Friday, midday. And uh, as soon as we arrived at our 
new house, once we kind of unpacked everything we had, one of the first things we did was go on the most expensive Target run I've ever been on in my entire life. Part of me wants to tell you how much I spent. Part of me is ashamed. Um, (laughs) Part of me is like, you know, I'll just keep that. I will keep that to myself. But honestly, the most expensive Target run I've ever been on. But we also got grocery there, groceries there as well. In Rhode Island, we have a small grocery section in our Target, but we don't have like a full grocery section. So this Target is a super Target. And so they have a full grocery department. So, so far, that's actually the only grocery store we have shopped at. Oh, actually, that's not true. I'm totally lying to you. Not that you know. You have no idea what day it is. You have no idea what timeline I'm on. (laughs) But we went to Trader Joe's yesterday. I, wow, you guys, I'm still in moving mode. However, uh, other than that, before that, at this point, we had only went to Target. And so far, so good. The prices are decent, not as inexpensive as Aldi. There is an Aldi near us. We're going to check that one out, too. But it's it's okay in terms of budget. I know many of you are concerned about budget, as we are as well, especially with the move. Um, you know, I, I created the Budget Kitchen Guide, so I, I do consider budget. But this was also part convenience as well. So we went to Target. We got some house stuff, but we also got some groceries to hold us over. So like I mentioned, I brought a kitchen box with me, so we had access to some kitchen things to do some light meal preparation as soon as we got there. I also brought my air fryer with me. I debated on what appliance I wanted to bring with me if I wanted to bring an Instant Pot or wanted to bring the air fryer. And ultimately, I decided the air fryer was going to be easiest because I didn't have a lot of room to bring a bunch of pans with me. So I decided to bring the air fryer with me. So I had a way to make like chicken nuggets and just to heat up things really quickly in the air fryer because it it works really well. I didn't even know. Okay, we... we (laughs) We rented this house sight unseen, and we didn't even know what kind of appliances it had. So we didn't even know if we had a microwave, which we do, actually. (laughs) But I brought the air fryer with me. I brought my blender with me. And then we brought a box of kitchen supplies, which I'll share with you in a little bit. Um, We just wanted to have access to be able to do some light meal preparation. So we went to Target. We got a few groceries, probably like, I think it was like $60 worth of groceries, not a ton, but we just really didn't want to be eating out at every meal anymore and also for budget as well. Um, So basically, we brought we bought some basic items for my smoothies so i got some frozen fruit and we also got some milk and some peanut butter the kids wanted peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as well so we got some peanut butter we got some jelly we got some dave's killer bread for pb and j sandwiches for lunches i had my stuff for smoothies i brought my amazing grass plant protein with me as well so i could make my smoothies in the morning we got dino nuggets and baby carrots for quick lunches as well we got some macaroni and cheese really, really easy things that we could make with what we had on hand for breakfast and lunches. And then, oh, and we also got the kids yogurts for breakfast as well. Super easy. So they had something quick and easy for breakfast. We ate out at a local brew pub the first night, and then I planned for just some really easy shortcut dinners for the next few days. And then we also ordered HelloFresh for the next several days as well. HelloFresh does not sponsor me, but I want to share with you our process and 
how we kind of planned our meals for that first week in the new place. So my dad traveled with us on our road trip and for the first several days in town until our stuff got here and then he traveled back. We already miss him. Um, So we were serving four people for the first few days. And like I said, we were really, really limited in what kitchen equipment we had, but we made do with some shortcut meals. And then when my dad left, we had HelloFresh for a few days as we unpacked as well. So what I packed in my mini kitchen box. First of all, I packed my Dutch oven. I have a small, I wish I knew how many quarts it was, but it's a pretty small Dutch oven. So it has a cover. So you can use it for soups, stews, pasta. You can use it for so many different things. And I, it's a, it's enameled cast iron. I love it so much. And so I figured even if I'm just using it for pasta, I can use it for more. If for some reason our stuff gets lost and we don't have it for a long time, it's so versatile. You can even bake bread in it. It's wonderful. So I brought my Dutch oven with me. I brought a colander with me because I knew that pasta was going to be on the menu because it's quick and easy. I brought one medium-sized saute pan. So not the biggest one I had, not the smallest one I had, but I figured if I wanted to make eggs or obviously I wanted to saute vegetables or chicken sausage, something like that, I wanted a saute pan with me. I brought one sheet pan with me. I do wish I had brought two sheet pans with me, but I didn't need to. I didn't need to because I brought the air fryer with me. I could have brought two sheet pans and used the oven instead of the air fryer, but I still stand by my decision to bring the air fryer with me. I brought a spatula. I'm sorry, my stomach is growling. I brought tongs and a pasta spoon. I brought my good quality um, knife with me. So my global chef's knife. And I also brought my global vegetable knife with me as well. I brought my microplane. You know I brought my microplane, friends. I love my microplane. It is my favorite kitchen tool next to my knife. I talk about it in every single one of my cooking classes. You, any of you who are in the cooking club, which opens up again at the end of the month, by the way, are uh, probably sick of me talking about the microplane. But I, I I'm just, I'm not going to grate garlic without it, friends. I'm not shopping garlic. What are you talking about? I needed to bring my microplane. (laughs) So I brought my microplane. I brought a peeler. I brought a can opener. I also brought oil and salt. And I brought a, my coffee maker and two mugs, coffee filters. And then I brought plastic cutlery, compostable plates and bowls as well. And all of this fit into a little 54 gallon tub that we brought in the back of the car with us. Also brought like cleaning wipes, paper towels, toilet paper, uh, shower curtain and liner. And that was basically it. Just a couple of the things we needed immediately when we got into the new house. Obviously, we got some stuff at Target as well when we got there, but I wanted to make sure we had any of those essentials in case we couldn't get to Target, whatever it was. I wanted to have those essentials with us. So like I said, My dad was traveling with us for a few days, um, so we were serving four for a while, and then I basically just got HelloFresh for my oldest daughter and myself for the next few days because my youngest daughter is a little bit more selective, and so I let my oldest daughter pick out our HelloFresh meals primarily because we knew that we were going to be unpacking and I wasn't going to want to do a ton of cooking. As much as I love cooking, I took a couple weeks off of work for a reason and I knew that it was going to take a while to get my kitchen set up. So having pretty much everything laid out for us, not having to buy a bunch of ingredients or organize those ingredients, find a place to put them, was really, really great. So the days that my dad was in town, we had salmon and roasted broccoli one night. So we got some frozen salmon, 
and we roasted up some broccoli. Super simple meal. One night we did salad kits and frozen chicken, frozen breaded chicken. The kids had chicken nuggets. So that was one night. And then one night we did frozen meatballs. They're grass-fed meatballs from Target. They were delicious. I'd never tried them before and they were really tasty. I've, I've had the ones from Trader Joe's, but we hadn't made it to Trader Joe's at this point. So we had frozen grass-fed meatballs. We had bonza pasta with pesto, store-bought pesto, and roasted zucchini. So we wanted to make sure we were still, we were getting in those veggies because let's be real, we didn't have a ton of vegetables that were not fried or smoked for several days when we were on the road. So having some vegetables was important to us. So that's what we had for those few days. We, like I said, ate at a local brew pub, which was delicious the night we got there and then the night my dad left. So basically that was five days there. So we had quick, easy, shortcut dinners for a few days and then kind of bookended by eating out at restaurants. And then once my dad left, our HelloFresh came. And so we had that for a few days as well as one shortcut dinner in between as well. When we went to Trader Joe's last night, it was late when we got home because we were out and about doing errands all day. It was a super rainy day. So we made our favorite unexpected cheddar chicken sausage with a Caesar salad kit. Really, really easy. Again, we're still not making elaborate meals. Well, actually, the HelloFresh meals were a little bit elaborate. I'll share those in a second. But that was kind of in between our HelloFresh meals. So again, HelloFresh does not sponsor me. We've only used them once before. We used them when my daughter, my youngest daughter, who's almost five now, which is crazy to say, um, when she was born, my husband got HelloFresh and made meals when I was in that those early stages of trying to figure out nursing and having a newborn and all of those things. That was one of the ways that he helped out. Highly recommend. That was really, really helpful. And so we haven't used them in about five years, but we really, we've always enjoyed the meals from them. And they always have really good deals. Um, I do have a code for $150 off if any of you guys want it. If you want to try it out, I will put that link in the show notes. Again, this is not sponsored. It's just they give it to everyone. But if you want it, <laughs> I'll give it to you. So um, and then you can get your own $150 code to give out to people. So that's pretty sweet, too. So the meals that we chose, two of them were premium meals because my daughter is bougie. You guys, I'm reading out these meals. She's like, eh, eh. And mommy, you can make all those. I'm like, I know I can make all of these. Like, <laughs> and she's like, no, I want the lobster ravioli. I'm like, of course you want the lobster ravioli. Honestly, if we were still serving four, I probably wouldn't have gotten the lobster ravioli because it's like $5 more per person, but it was quite delicious. So we got the lobster ravioli with a lemon cream sauce, and it also was served with a spinach salad, which was okay. It was like a really simple spinach salad with just lemon juice, olive oil, bacon, panko breadcrumbs, and Parmesan cheese. It was fine. It, but the lobster ravioli with the cream sauce was really delicious. So we had that. Um, pecan crusted trout with apple studded salad and thyme roasted potatoes, which we are making tonight, and one pan Santa Fe pork tacos. So that's what we got. So uh, we're, we're eating pretty well these first few days of moving in. We do have our kitchen equipment as of now, but honestly, the only thing I've taken out, I think, I mean, I've taken everything out. Everything is is organized in the kitchen now, but I, I really have basically just used what we had, what we brought with us. I'm very minimalist when it comes to my kitchen equipment. I will do a kitchen tour at some point, probably over on Instagram, and I, we have a lot more space than we did before, which is really, really 
fantastic, but I honestly don't, I don't keep a lot of kitchen equipment on hand because I find the more we have, the harder it is to move around the kitchen and the harder it is to access things. And I'd rather have less and utilize the things that we have better. So we have a few more pots and pans, but other than that, we're basically still using what we brought in that 54 gallon tub in the back of my CRV. So, um, yeah, so basically all of that, the night that we ate out with my dad, the first night we got there, the few nights of easy dinners, the night we ate out the night before he left, three days of HelloFresh and an easy dinner in between. And that is the first eight days here. Like I said, last night or yesterday, we went to Trader Joe's, did a mini stock up. I will share more on how we are restocking a kitchen that is basically empty um, in terms of pantry items and freezer items and all of that after I eat some breakfast. You guys, I'm so sorry. This is a bonus episode. Uh, My stomach is growling. I need to go eat breakfast. Uh, Thankfully, we have a fridge and a pantry pretty much full of food now, so I can go make myself something in just a couple minutes. Um, But all of our stuff is unpacked. We did a Trader Joe's stock up, which I'll share more on soon. We also have a Thrive Market order coming to stock up our pantry as well. And like I said, I will record a whole other bonus episode on how we restocked and kind of how we strategized restocking our kitchen for those of you who this applies to, or you just, you want to hear how we restocked our kitchen or the things that are essential in our freezer and pantry and all that jazz. But that covered us for the month before we moved, the couple of weeks of moving, and the first eight days here. So that is how we planned around a move. And by that, I mean, we planned a lot more before the move than we did the first week of the move, but we did plan strategically. So what I kind of want to do here is just summarize the things that I think worked really well for us planning this move. We have moved a lot in the past and it's never gone as smooth, especially when it comes to meals or as budget friendly as we did it this time. So obviously doing something like HelloFresh is not the most inexpensive option. You're buying convenience foods is not the most inexpensive option, but it's what we needed to do to avoid eating out every single meal during our move. So I think it worked out really well. So the six things I think that we did really well around our move and that I think you might be able to take a couple of these or even all of them into your next move is number one, we pantry purge for one month, an entire month prior to moving. Um, So we made sure that we did an inventory. And when we did meal plan, we went through as much as we could out of the pantry, fridge and freezer. Then we, number two, we meal prepped the week before the move, um, the week before our stuff was all packed up for really easy meals. So we could pack up everything that was non-essential, doing that meal prep, the breakfast and the lunch were really convenient. And then especially the dinners, just having some ingredient prep for dinners was super easy. And so I highly recommend meal prepping that week before you're going to move. The third thing that I think we did well was choose to stay with friends and family the week before we moved and just get out of our house. So we had a kitchen that was not like half put together. I know this is impossible for everyone, but it was really nice to have some semblance of normalcy, especially with breakfast and lunches. So that was really great. If you can't do that, you can't do that. Sometimes we end up in hotels. Everyone's situation is a little bit different depending on if you're doing a a short move or a short distance move or a long distance move. But for us, that worked really well. Number four, we brought a box of kitchen supplies with us to make easy meals when we got into town. I will shout this from the rooftops. That was the best decision we made because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to go to Target and get those easy convenience items and make those really easy meals. So that was super huge. 
Really, really glad we did that. Number five, we shopped as soon as we got into town for those easy meal supplies. So even though we ate out that night, we had easy meal supplies. I could kind of come up with a quick and easy meal plan for those few days. And then we planned for four easy meals and three HelloFresh meals to cover us for that first week until we had a full kitchen. That was really, really huge. Though we do have our full kitchen now and we still have a couple of those meals left. It was really great before we started that stock up process to know that we had all the ingredients we need. We needed for easy meals for at least that first week and a bit that we got here. So that was it. That was how we meal planned around our move for really kind of like the six weeks before our move and then the first week after our move. And now we're in the process of doing a full meal plan for the next week and kind of getting into real life, getting into school, getting into activities. The next week's going to be a little bit insane. Um, but I hope this was helpful for you guys. I know that this was a very specific episode. But for those of you who are moving in the near future or in the future at any point, maybe you are listening to this later. And I hope this episode is helpful. I hope what we did can give you guys some ideas and inspiration about how you can maybe make that uh, meal planning around and move a little bit easier. And like I said, I will share with you another bonus episode later on this month on how we did the restock process because we came here with very little. We did ship one box of a few items of just like my protein powder and collagen powder and a couple pantry items that we knew would hold up. But other than that, and the oil and the salt that we brought with us, we really didn't bring very much with us. So we're doing a full restock and we're doing it really intentionally. So I will share that very soon in another bonus episode. But until then, I hope you enjoy next week's episode. I am totally thrown off, so I have no idea what it is. So enjoy next week. Or <laughs> enjoy next the next episode. I hope you will come back. I appreciate each and every one of you listening. Like I said, I hope this was helpful, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple. <laughs>